And I felt myself like three days before war. Oh my God, I got it. This is that kind of life I was dreaming about. And all was destroyed uh, the morning February 24. Whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I'm honored that you are part of our dance tribe. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to a new episode of the Ballet Dance Life podcast. And today we have super extremely special one for so many different reasons. So first of all, this is our anniversary podcast number 200. If I only knew then I was starting this project that you will go so far and we actually will release 200 episodes with so many different guests, with so many different stars, students on so many different topics and here we are, we reached our number 200. Secondly, it's a very special one because we have Diana Gnatchenko on the podcast. And I'll be honest, I'll jump forward and uh, reveal that we actually tried to schedule it for three years and finally it happened. We talked about this story in the conversation, in the interview itself, so I'm not going to give much details. But this is definitely a special episode since we try to make it happen for such a long time. And uh, finally, but just the same as much as important as previous points, this is the first interview with a Ukrainian dancer since the beginning of war in Ukraine. I'm really grateful and thankful to Diana to be so open to just be talking and being on this interview in these very difficult times, regardless of anything, not postponing, not canceling, but following through as we arranged uh, originally way in advance before we even had the thought that something like this may be happening in the world, in Ukraine specifically. But she agreed to actually participate, and uh, I'm very honored to have such guests for our episode number 200 and also to have... Uh, such an awesome guest is the first Ukrainian dancer who is participating on the podcast after the beginning of war. And as of conversation, you probably noticed prior to pressing play on this uh, audio that we had quite a long one and, uh, and it was one of those unique situations of luxury of having time to talk. And our discussion went through so many different uh, topics. Like I mentioned, of course, one, the current situation and uh, how it influenced Diana's life, where she is right now, what is happening, how she is navigating her dance life. But also we talked about the very beginning, the story, how she got involved in ballet dance. We talked about her creative process. I absolutely sure many of you are dying to know how she creates her amazing, beautiful choreography. So this is something that we covered in depth, in details in this interview too. We talked about her teaching approach and how she builds her relationship with students and what is her goal in the class 
when she's a teacher. And we also talked about situations when she's a student, a dance student, and why she's doing, why she's exploring different uh, dance uh, spheres, dance areas, and what are the benefits of tapping into different dance styles specifically for professional full-time dance teachers. We also talked about her dance lifestyle in general, the story of how we scheduled this podcast and why it was not happening for such a long time, and literally so many different things that it will take me another podcast to recount all of them. So I will just let you listen to it and... uh, once again, enjoy our conversation with incredible, brilliant Diana Gnachenko, professional oriental dancer, recognized all around the world, winner of multiple international competitions, guest teacher and judge at the most prestigious events worldwide, uh, with tours taking place in uh, such countries as uh, Ukraine, United States, Italy, China, Spain, Argentina, Mexico, Korea, Chile, France, Sweden, you name it. And today we have a pleasure of uh, talking to her at the Belly Dance Live podcast. Hello, dear Diana. Welcome to the Belly Dance podcast, the Belly Dance Live podcast. I am really happy to see you. I'm also happy. I'm Thank you so much for inviting me to our podcast. I'm really happy to be a guest uh, on such a big project you have. And uh, and let's talk. I'm really happy to talk uh, uh, to talk with you because uh, there's a lot of things which happening around, and we can and we can talk about everything, not just dance. And maybe we all even will feel much better after it. <laughs> mm. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for agreeing to talk. Uh, I know we scheduled it a while ago. Actually, that's a separate story how we scheduled. Maybe we'll get to it. But uh, we scheduled this specific interview back in January. And uh, we had no idea that it will be this kind of situation that we will be recording. And I'm really, really grateful for you to be willing to record regardless of anything. And I typically start all conversations in one way, but in this case, I just have to to start by asking, how are you? How are you doing? And whatever you feel like, you know, sharing uh, with us, but uh, the situation in which all Ukrainian dancers appeared, and uh, uh, not only Ukrainian dancers, the whole world, but of course the epicenter is in Ukraine, it's uh, non-discussable, but uh, this situation affects all Ukrainian dancers and in many different ways. So I first want to ask just how are you doing and how are you? Uh, well, I feel myself a thousand times better than a couple of months before, a couple, couple of months ago. Um, how can I say? I'm better than someone, but worse than someone too. Mm, anyway, this is the most difficult situation I ever had into my life. So I can say that I feel perfectly, but uh, according to feelings I had uh, in Ukraine, uh, I just uh, have to remind that now I'm not in Ukraine now. Uh, I'm into Spain right now, and this is the best country to feel to feel yourself better, even uh, in this terrible situation like war. So uh, I feel much better, but still, how can I say... Um, it's never, it's never been worse than now because 
usually you have some plan. You know how to move on. You know some plan for nearest months. And in my situation, it was like uh, I always had a plan to nearest years because all my shuttle was already built like in, in one, in two years in future. And now I have nothing. Well, of course, I have some festivals, but uh, I have nothing about nearest future because uh, I have nowhere to live. <laughs> I, I don't even know which city I need to choose for living here in Spain I don't know how like any of my of my family doesn't have a job doesn't have a way to continue to move on those lives so uh, I can say that I feel myself good but it's not a big matter because uh, the first thing I remember is we are alive and we are so damn lucky to be alive so it doesn't matter how am I feel uh, it's just uh, I don't know it's it's some kind of a present from destiny, a present from God to be alive. So it doesn't matter how bad I am, matter is just I'm alive and I have a chance to continue my life and to build something maybe even better than I had. So not good, but not bad anymore. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I know it's one of the trickiest questions to answer right now for all Ukrainians. Like, how are you? Uh, it's something that we cannot really ignore, not to ask each other or other people yeah. asking like us, but at the same time, it's the trickiest one. And I just want to um, give a little bit perspective for listeners because not everyone may be really aware of a uh, situation and feel free to, you know, like uh, stop me or redirect at any moment. But uh, just to clarify, I know you are from Kharkiv from Ukrainian yeah. city, quite close to the border, and Kharkiv was really hard, attacked badly since the very beginning of the war. And uh, when you are yeah. talking quite cheerful, not cheerfully, but like, you know, trying to be uplifted and, and uh, looking forward with hope, uh, it's also important for to understand, uh, for listeners, why I also admire your strength of, uh, you know, will right now and uh, emotional strength, because we can almost, like, say you literally survived the hell uh, of war because Kharkiv was one of the really, really yeah. badly cities uh, attacked. And as far as I know, you had to live uh, uh, as a refugee in a different country, which also a different Think, oh, I don't know if it's yeah. or not, but yes, with, with, with quite limited uh, opportunities and uh, um, options of what exactly to do and how, how to navigate your new life. So that puts it in a very different perspective of really having life changed in such a short period of time completely. And... Uh, for you, uh, I don't know if you want to share any like personal stuff, but first of all about your dance life. How did current events in Ukraine, the war in Ukraine, how did it affect your life? Um, not only in terms uh, of uh, uh, plans, switching plans and literally switching the country that you live, but also in terms of what exactly was happening uh at the moment 
when everything changed <laughs> that week or maybe that month, if you remember February, like because you had a very specific lifestyle. And when you're talking about your business schedule, I can literally confirm it because we had to schedule our interview six months in advance. Um, and it was a specific <laughs> day in a specific time. <laughs> so uh, in terms of your like life and dance life specifically, um, what were you working back in February? And how did war affect your dance life in general? Um, well, it's a pretty hard question. Uh, the main thing I should to say that uh, I tried to build the best life I was, uh, I could even imagine into my head, and uh, I did it. <laughs> that was, I, I thought that I'm so lucky because I did it. Uh, I imagined some picture of the best life, like dance life I can have. And that picture was uh, like enough rest, enough work. Uh, I worked with uh, much of my students and I understood who am I want to work, to continue work with and who I will not work anymore. Mm. I understood it because of a lot of things. And it was absolutely agreed with all the directions of my life. Absolutely. And uh, uh, for example, one of my desire, I wanted to finish uh, um, uh, finish a lots of uh, orders into personal choreographies. And I was, I finished it. Uh, like I was uh, finished to recording of the last choreography for Last Girl. And I wanted to take some rest of this kind of job uh, because I feel myself that I'm so, I have nothing already inside. I feel myself that I have some ideas which is going to repeat into some of the choreographies. Yes, maybe it's just some couple of seconds, but anyway, I already think in the same way uh, as I thought on another choreography, and I understood that oh my god, it it can it can continue like this. So I will say that I will not take any more personal choreographies. I will not work. Sorry, girls, I know that you want choreo from me, but I will not do it anymore. I need some rest. I need to take to find some new ideas. I need to, uh, well, to rest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was finished the last choreography. Uh, I was finished to record it. Uh, and also about personal life, I was just three days like I finished my repair into my apartment. It was also some hard part of my life. It was hard months of my life, almost half of a year into my life. And uh, this half of year was damn terrible, just terrible. I hate this time because everything was wrong about this repair and like all the things I was already fixed. So my dear girl, my dear student, take your choreography. Uh, the guy who did an organized all the repair into my apartment, I give them almost 80% 80, 80 of my money. I pay for his job and we close this question. And finally, I, I, I understood, oh my God, I, I almost got this life what I so expected. Like I can't, uh, like I have a repair to rest. Uh, I have a time to rest. I have no any job to rest. Like, yeah, of course, I have some festivals, but all time I have, I can completely put into preparation to this festivals. Like, I, I was dream about it. To completely, like, go into this job and prepare myself perfectly about costume, about everything. And I felt myself, like, three days before war. Oh, my God, I got it. 
this is that kind of life I was dream about, like to try this life and you're more or less free. And uh, also there was a students, uh, I stopped to work with the, some of my students because of some reasons, uh, normally which reasons I have, like uh, I, I'm going to say, um, all my position into my life say me that you, Diana, you need to choose the students which is really want to dance, which is really deserve to deserve your time. Maybe it sounds not not very nice, but um, I understood that I can't give my time to each student because not everyone deserves it. Not everyone. And it's not about money. I don't care about money. I uh, understood that I don't need money from the students at all. I need from them desire, first of all, desire and that's how I start to choose them. So I choose some of them. That was like less than five person. Like before it was, uh, I don't know, 20, 30, 50, a, a lot of students. And I choose for all my time to continue to work with them. Like every 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 week, uh, I choose less than five person, I think four. And, and I was so happy. And I just, like three days after this happiness, I understood that everything is destroyed <laughs> all this life I all this uh kind of life i finally have i was dream about a years i was dream about it seriously a years and all was destroyed uh the morning february 24 and uh how can i say i it, it's I, we cannot compare it with with people who lost someone. Thanks God, I don't lost. Well, yeah, I lost, but from my closest one, uh, no, I lost some friends. Unfortunately, I lost some some person from my family. Uh, not closest one, but anyway, I lost it. But I don't lost anyone from my nearest people. Thanks God, but and we can compare it with people who lost family, who lost apartment and everything. But anyway, it was so hard, so hard because you understand that finally you have the job you were so expected for and uh, and you need to leave it. Uh, I didn't know from the first days of the war, I didn't know that I will leave it because we actually, we didn't know how to move on. We didn't know what to do. All we need to save our lives. All we need this time, that time to care about is just to save our lives and uh, we couldn't build any plans. Uh, but anyway, I understood that it's just, it just finished. Something inside, inside my heart uh, felt that uh, it's not for a couple of days, even a couple of months. I understood that my life is just changing exactly that moment when you when you finally get the things you wanted so hard. So uh, uh, that's how it's changed. Like, of course, it's, it's changed absolutely. I have no even words how to, uh, how to express what I felt, but uh, Yes, it's changed. I, I absolutely stopped to dance. Of course, I stopped to dance because all all I start to care about is just to save uh, the lives of my uh, of my mom, my my parents, my my, my boyfriend. Like it, we cared about each other, save lives, and that's it. Nothing more. Uh, but this this thing, when you have your desire, like you 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 almost you touch it, but you didn't get it. 
Mm. You, you already touched it, but didn't get it. That's what it's damn hard to fill after. And especially when you put, for example, into my repair, I put uh, a, a, a thousand dollars, thousands, seriously, it was uh, not the best time to put such big money to, to do a repair, to do some things what you wanted for. And I when I, and the time when I understood that I don't have absolutely money already, like more or less, how can I say more or less, because uh, my repair, it was expensive, enough expensive, because I, I was... I was expecting that I will leave into this apartment and I tried to do my best. I tried to do the best lines, the best colors, the best quality of, of everything. And of course you put money on it because uh, th this is something what I was so dream about from the childness. I was so dream about great apartment. It wasn't big, but it was so perfect. Mm -hmm. And I put a lot of money on this. And here you understand that hello, this is a war and you almost don't have the money. And that's why I needed to move after into, into months. We left country in uh, in one month of, of the war and uh, we should did it as a refugees. Uh, this was one of the reasons why we did it because I put all my money into repair and also, also some projects which I start to do. It was three projects in one time, and I started to record some videos for some online platform. Uh, and also there was like, I put all my money, and uh, after you have nothing, you can't uh, go back to your apartment. You need to uh, to sleep somewhere in underground, <laughs> and everything's changed. Oh my God, I can... I can um, I have like thousand times, thousand words more, but I can't, I need to stop myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, uh, um, no problem, go go ahead. And uh, uh, it's definitely along with all, like, you know, physical or what we call real tragedies of war, there is this big one of destruction of dreams and plans and hopes for people and everyone will have their own and uh, in your case uh, it's basically your dream house your dream home that you yeah, really dreams yeah. in childhood <laughs> and i remember i actually was remembering about your apartment because i from time to time was following your stories i remember how you were like choosing the cups or like choosing the white yeah, door yeah, in the yeah, hall yeah. <laughs> How much the it meant for year you? I choosing yes. <laughs> How much it meant for you to do a proper like reconstruction and uh, uh, make this as your home. It's not just apartment. It's the home where you put your soul. And for every person, it will mean different things. But for some, it really like is the thing. And for you, it was one of your dreams that you finally achieved. And uh, unfortunately for now, enjoy yeah. just a couple of days. But I remember thinking about your apartment, then seeing news that actually the house, the building where you lived was bombed. Mm -hmm. uh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was. And uh, you spent still about like a month or so in Kharkiv. Uh, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. living in the underground, in basements and uh, bomb shelters. Uh, and there was one even accident you almost got in the center of the heat uh, that you got sort of injured by the glass of uh, like heat or i don't know how to say it heat wave from the bomb like close by so you almost uh, really got in the center of uh, of the attack at some point so 
going through such experience, it's uh, it's just crazy. On top of everything that you're losing, like you know your dream and, and thing, and uh, having to literally have your life at a risk, uh, being in this crazy situation that instead of being at your dream house, uh, dream home, and uh, working on. Um, dance, uh, preparing for festivals, working with your students, which is also, it's another very cool point that uh, you start talking about, this highlighting of necessity of uh, choosing where you direct your time. It's so underestimated the importance because I think the true success, it's not about number of money in your account or, I don't know, number of festivals you get invited. The true success is the freedom when you can choose where and what you spend your time. And this applies to work too. And uh, choosing students with whom you work, I think it's actually super important for the benefit of both students and teachers because that's the work that fulfills you. And uh, I can only imagine, like, getting to the point that you finally reached uh, at that moment your dream state like work rest festivals home is ready no more construction <laughs> in the next room or in the yeah, kitchen yeah, yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. Like that. and then suddenly suddenly everything is kind of i don't know even paused lost like you don't even know how to describe but everything is changed and it's gone at least for now and you mentioned that during this time you didn't you haven't danced uh, did you try or do you don't feel like, mm-hmm. is it because of motivation of inner state or is it of uh, physical surrounding? Did you even consider maybe putting yourself to, to dance and to practice a little bit? Uh, well, um, I tried. I tried to dance from the first day I was here, but uh, it, was, it was not easy because my dancing is about soul. Uh, it's 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 not some kind of a sport or something. Uh, I can't uh, I can just make myself dance because I have to. Uh, there is something inside of me. There is something inside of me which has made me to dance, which has moved me to dance. And it's not about inspiration. It's not about uh, success or something. It's it's about love. And. Uh, <laughs> All my love, I lived in Ukraine. <laughs> I felt that I, I, I have nothing inside. Uh, what will make me dance? What will move me to get up and dance and make some shimmy, some movements? There was nothing inside. And I understood that I just can't. I tried like a couple of minutes. And, uh, and this couple of minutes, I understand that, yeah, I'm doing some movements. Yeah, it's good technique by the way I, uh, I love it okay that's enough <laughs> it was something like this okay enough there's nothing move me from inside and um, I know that it's not right and I know that we don't have to um, we don't have to give up we need to get up to continue to do our best to make some view that the life just goes on but uh it was impossible. Maybe uh, I um, maybe I put in too many. Uh, mm, how can I say? Mm, 
maybe I thought that my feelings it's too important. Maybe I need to to make them off and just just go and do something. And maybe some of the dancers from Ukraine they did it, but um, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Mm. Yeah, but in some time, after some time, I start to fix my brain. Um, I start to walk around. I start to travel into some nearest mountains, and uh, I start to try to feel a new life here. I start to try to find some things I love. I start to looking for some places I like. I'm start to looking for for the food I like. You know, like everything. I start to find some small details which will make me back to life. And just after I start to feel something deep inside of my soul, some small desire, <laughs> small desire to music, I already start to do it again. Like uh, when you listen some music and you like the, like it, and there is some part of your life, it's it just moving, you, you can't control it, it just starts to move. And I start to feel it again, like probably two months after first day of the war and start to feel it here. So I can say that this place is definitely fixed my brain. Uh, I can say that I'm doing it with the same mood I had before war because uh, still I have enough reasons to be sad. For example, one of them is just uh, my father uh, now in Ukraine, my father into our city from in Kharkiv now, and there is a lot of bombs and rockets uh, flying uh, uh, over his head and uh, a lot of more reasons to be sad so but anyway my dancing it's uh, it's going back slow slow like day by day I try to <laughs> uh, I try to go on with my dancing mm. but anyway I lose a lot of technique to be honest <laughs> Uh, I see. I see that uh, all the things uh, which was really hard to do, even for me, the things that I'm usually showing into stage, the hard things, the fast things. Uh, I thought that it was hard to do when I was in a in a good quality of my body, but now I understand that it was easy to do, and now I I, I just can't because I I almost lose my my muscle power, I lose my speed, I lose. Uh, uh, my breeze, and um, of course I'm trying to remove it. But anyway, it's 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 so hard to do. It's so hard to do. And uh, I I was sitting in the bomb shelter like like one month in the bomb shelter where was no music and there was bombs and rockets over your head and there was like every day every morning you were wake up and you understand that. Oh, thanks God I'm alive. And after you going into your phone to looking for some good news and and you have just bad ones. And after you, you're so sad again and you, you can't move, you can walk, you can anything. You can even leave your subway. Yeah, I was sitting in the subway much times, much days, and you can even leave it. One, one time we tried to leave it and uh, uh, I don't know how we survive but uh, there was a bomb which was uh, shot into nearest uh, building near us and uh, we were so lucky to survive and after how, how can you dance with 
I, 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 don't, I don't understand how you can continue dancing, to, like keep, keep your body, uh, keep the powers of your body. But now things got him, is coming back slowly, slowly, slowly. I feel like I'm, I'm learning dancing from the beginning. <laughs> to be honest, I learned it from the beginning. But no. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think there is a correct or wrong way in these situations. Uh, I was not in a bomb shelter, and I was not even in Ukraine at the moment that started. But I also re remember the first months. It was some paralyzing months that the only thing you, you can do is just looking at the phone to see news and updates. And uh, Yeah, 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 exactly. It was not even the matter of question, like dance or not dance. It was out of any questions. It was not even on the table. And I remember afterwards at the mm -hmm. end or like closer to second months, I was like, okay, I at least have to make myself move. And everything I was able to do is just some sort of stretching. Okay, 15 minutes, I just do a light stretching and uh, that's it. And even till now, creating something new, it's uh, terribly hard. Uh, mm -hmm. I found myself a solution in trying to follow someone else's classes. Like, okay, there is this online course, this class, or I, I purchased at some point this one, or sometimes even my own, then I have to, I only have to follow, I don't need to have to think what to do. And so far, the only choreography I sort of like created, even that one was to Ukrainian song. <laughs> Not because for any, you know, like um, statement, but it just felt the, the natural one, like that's the one. But uh, yeah, like dancing and creating when you have such a pressure and stress. And I'm talking like right now, my example, I was not even in Ukraine during all this time. So I can only imagine being in the cities that is one of the epicenters, how it is. Um, but um, I'm sure that new Diana as a dancer, whenever she evolves, it will be... A, um, as beautiful and I would I'm pretty sure even more beautiful and powerful and interesting than it was before and I actually when I was thinking about this interview and like trying to browse and get some ideas there was one um, spot that I found it was some festival announcing your workshops but then they put in your biography as if it was your quote so I don't know if you really said it or if it was in English or not or they just get it from somewhere else but the quote stated as if you said that I feel myself happy and this happiness bring me belly dance. Uh, so I hope that you will find again the happiness through dance and through movement and through uh, belly dance. And it will be, you know, like a new rebirth uh, as a creative, as an artist at some point in your life. And while we are sort of waiting for this rebirth, whatever time it will take for you, I also very curious to ask, how was your first birthday in a dance happened? <laughs> well, we are waiting for your second birthday as a dancer. Uh, how did it happen in the beginning? Can we travel a little bit, like take a time traveling machine <laughs> and travel way, way back in the beginning of your dance journey? Can you remember now when was the first time you thought, huh, belly dance, I want to try? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's funny story. Uh, I was hate belly dancing. <laughs> because I had my mom, uh, uh, mommy, I mean, 
was that kind of better dancing what I don't like. Uh, what I will never start to create, start to do, start to dance because uh, that kind of belly dancing, it's some stereotypes uh, when you, for example, make, I don't know, some eight waves on the left and eight waves on the right and you're working so, walking so slowly into this dance and you're like, uh, you, you make some, I don't know, some some small circles into your hips, like someone can just fall down, fall asleep <laughs> near to your dance. It, it was something like this. It was 2000s probably. Uh, no, 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 2000. I don't remember which year actually, but uh, my mom was uh, interested always, started to interested in belly dancing because of that that movie, that famous movie, which is make a lot of people to dance, uh, or or clone, like Brazilians, or clone, like 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 Brazilians says, and uh, um, and she she started to create belly dancing, and I was like, oh my god, it's so boring. What, what is that? What, I love an idea of belly dancing. I love uh, the view, the costume, that exotic way to move your body. But uh, it was really boring for me because I was crazy. I was uh, I was crazy. My temperament, my character, my my, my everything, my my mood every day was damn crazy. Like nobody knew how to stop me to to I don't know to do everything because I, I was moving into my apartment like crazy and that was so boring. But uh, anyway, uh, she started to dance. She started to visiting classes of belly dancing and uh, I was start to love and try to repeat after her some movement of dance. I was start to, to repeat like, look, how can I do this? It's absolutely not hard. Why are you dancing here? Come on. And I start to repeat everything and everybody from my family starts to say that, oh my God, you are so talented. You're like doing it so fast and I was learning it so long time. And you know, I was joking. I was joking with my mom. Uh, but after it, like I was, one day I, I I don't even understood how, but I was uh, so in love with this. But in love I become just after I see uh, another way of belly dancing. I remember that I saw that times uh, there was a first time I saw Jolina's dance, and it was the drum solo uh, that. Uh, beautiful wonderful dancer from usa she showed me what is means drum solo and uh she showed what is means to move like directly with music to 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 show this music not dance with music to show this music moves and uh like to dance a little bit more interesting, a little bit more fast and i didn't know which is mean uh traditional oriental yet but I already understood which is means dance with drum solo. And I'm starting to fall in love. And uh, after I I put all my time on belly dancing. I was child. Uh, I was like, uh, I still don't remember when I was, uh, how many years I had when I was started. But I was around 11 years old. And uh, like 11, 12 years old. And I, I put all my time on belly dancing. I could even wake up night time and start to do some belly movements and my mom was like come on Diana it's night time no drums again please but anyway I continue continue because I was in love and I when I was a child doesn't matter who I become in love with 
with a guy or dance or clothes or some some skirt or I don't know. Uh, doesn't matter with what I become in love. A matter is if I'm in love, I'm I sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get in sick of it. Sick in a good way. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you saw Baladin's yeah. class. You actually attended classes with your mom, or you saw your mother practicing at home and started imitating movements. Um. Uh, my mom, she started to practice home, and uh, after that time when I was job with her, like, uh, I was uh, repeat that movement and everything, look, I'm, I'm doing it so easy, there's nothing to do. After it, I started to dance separate from her. Uh, I was, I was training into a nearest room, like, next door, and uh, I doing something myself, like, already from that time, so I start to create something from my soul, I start to create something I feel, I don't actually care much about how to do it correctly, I care about how am I want to do it, and that is probably, that times uh, I start to become to be myself, as people love me right now. I think that that was the time when I started to build that Diana Gnachenko what people started to fall in love with uh, in, in many years after. But uh, um, actually, mm, I think that that was a secret. Like some people ask me, what is your secret? I think that the secret was I never fall. I was never falling to correct things. Maybe the same time I was wrong with this. But... Uh, the same time, it was my secret. It was my way to build myself, not to build the, the copy of someone. That was my way to build uh, myself. And which exactly way? I was close the door of my of my room. Uh, to be honest, I didn't have my I didn't have my personal room that uh, <laughs> that times. There was not easy time for me. But uh, when was nobody into that room? I closed the door, I played the music, and I started to create everything I feel. Everything. So some part of me, uh, some some part of my brain was so busy with learning from someone, and another part, the most part of my brain, was so busy with finding something inside myself. And uh, I mixed them. Mm-hmm. I mixed these two parts of my brain, and... I create Diana Gnatchenko, which which we have now, and uh, I I didn't had uh, the goals to do it, but it it, it just happened like this, and with time I understood that this is the best way, and uh, I didn't had the teacher, um, like teacher like for example uh, today's dancers they have a teacher like uh, which is making all those steps uh, year by year. Mm-hmm. absolutely close to each other they 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 do everything together like personal classes uh, group classes they go into some uh, festivals championships and, and else and uh, i have no one like i did in everything myself and in one side it's bad but uh the same time i understand that another side i was lucky that i didn't have anyone close to me as a student i i i I haven't anyone, uh, any teacher, which I have all the time near myself, and uh, it make me, um, it make me chance to build myself, not continue someone else, to be a continuer of someone. It's made me, it's made some chance to build myself, and that's why 
there's some students, uh, they, for example, ask me that, Diana, I'm so sad. I don't have any good teacher here in my city. I live in somewhere. I have no ideas where, uh, for example, I, I don't even know the name of that small city, but they are so sad that I have no one to dance with. Uh, and I'm saying, come on, you're lucky. You don't understand it yet, but you're lucky. I didn't, I, I, I had no one to learn from. And where, where I am now, so it's 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 not about teacher. Yes, it's it's more how can I say? It's more fast way to learn, maybe to become famous. It's more easy way, of course, but it's not only one way. Something like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I already forget the question. To be honest, no, that was perfect <laughs> to the point. And uh, when you say that part of your brain where was busy with learning from someone else. Uh, but where did uh, was what what was your source of actually learning? If it was not like you know one uh, specific teacher guiding you from year to year, but you still were learning. So um, what were your sources for you? No, uh, well, I had uh, into my city in Harker City. I have two teachers. Um, one of them, the first one, uh, it was a teacher of my mom. Uh, her name is Yelena Hartfinka. Uh, she was my first teacher of belly dance and me and my mom's teacher. And uh, uh, I was learning from her the most important things. I was learning the main basic technique lines, the main basic technique moves. Because, yes, I did it. I could repeat it like someone's show when I was repeat like from the first or second time it wasn't hard but i was i was so freaking scared with all my arms <laughs> with my feet and everything i was uh, i was looking so terrible uh, and she learned me what is uh how can i say what is to be straight what is to have some beautiful lines what is care about your lines when you're dancing like when you when you make some hip movements uh, she learned me that it's it's not about hips only you know like people continue to follow all your body not just your hips and this is the the most important thing what i learned from her uh and my second teacher was uh, natalia nisterenko and she showed me what is folklore and uh i i learned from her that there is not only a classic way to dance belly dance not only west way to dance belly dancing uh and she I learned from her what is another styles like folklore styles of dance from some small villages of Egypt, and uh, I was so happy that uh, I had some not big time, but uh, I visited her groups and I understood a lot of things about belly dancing. That was less time than was my first teacher, but anyway, uh, I took much things from her. Uh, but anyway, if we will plus, for example, the time that I was spent with my teachers and the time when I was spent myself, uh, the second thing was like thousand times more because uh, uh, I went from the school and I'm going to dance into my room. I go into sleep and before it, I need to dance some 10, 15 minutes. I waken up. And there is some, I don't know, some snowing and I say, oh, my God, mom, it's so cold outside and I feel myself so sick. I'm not going to school and I'm starting to dance into my room. Uh, and just a couple of times a week I had with my, with my teacher. So they give me the basic, but uh, the most time I was 
I was teaching myself. Mm. <laughs> I was learning from myself. <laughs> That's a fascinating story and a great example because these days, today, people have absolutely no excuse in terms of, oh, I don't have from whom to study because they have amazing online resources you don't even need to have anyone in your city you can have online to learn the basics and then you also story shows that it's all about you and your persistence and your curiosity in exploration your dance that um, like yeah. to become a great dancer you don't really need to have someone holding your hand every step of this journey and guiding you like, oh, now do this and now do this. Like, of course, we get teachers, mentors, we attend workshops, we gather information, but it's first of all inside you that you need to put time to work and practice and be your own guide and mentor yeah. along with all the this other information that you're gathering around. Now, these days, you're actually a teacher, so you switched, you have the students who possibly the same age as then you were, like, starting the uh, uh, validance. And you, we earlier, like, you briefly mentioned about this idea of um, selecting your students. What are you looking in your <laughs> students to let them all, like, dedicate your time to help them grow as dancers? Um, okay. Well, what am I looking into my students? Um, first of all, and to be honest, this is the main thing. Uh, what I care about is uh, uh, desire, but the real honest desire. And I need to, uh, not to hear it. I need to see it. And desire is about every minute on the training, every minute on the personal class when when I see that fire into those eyes and uh, uh, I need, it should be absolutely tired student, which is not show that it's tired, that she's tired. It's, uh, she has to be absolutely wet, but she has to keep your, herself like, like nothing happening. She has she have to keep that fire into her eyes and uh, uh, Probably I'm looking someone who looking like me when I was 12, 11, 13. And um, I was like, uh, uh, I was crazy about dance. And uh, I, I, I could understand that, uh, for example, I start my rehearsal or something. And I could understand that, oh my God, it's five hours already less. Just, just less like this. And I, I don't even feel it. And uh, I like... Um, I remember myself these days, uh, and I remember the most right times which gave me the result, the maximum result. And for example, I had some lazy times, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm a person, I'm a human, uh, and especially I, I was student into school, I had a lot of problems. I was, I was a student in a school of art also in the same time, and uh, I, I had not, not an easy life, of course. And uh, Sometimes I feel myself lazy, for example. Sometimes I feel myself so uh, productive. Uh, sometimes, well, well I, I had different situations, but I understood which mood make me the most productive, which mood make me work so hard and take my result as soon as possible. And I'm looking into my students the same uh, characters which I felt that times. Sounds like this. Um, 
and it's not only about me. For example, some of them, some of them totally different from from myself. For example, I uh, I have some students. She's so quiet. She's so quiet. So she's so shy all the time. She's so um, absolutely different from me. She's like. Uh, mm, I don't know. She's like some some small flower, and and when you just uh, like like touch her, she can like like broke broke herself like like this a little bit. I I I don't know right example, <laughs> but she's so pretty. She's so amazing as this flower, and I understand that she's totally different from me. But I see this desire on some other ways. I see this desire from uh, how many times she spent on dancing. I see that. All the homeworks I gave her, she did perfectly, and even a little bit more than asked. And she's still so quiet, and you you will never understand that she dream about to be belly dance star. She's absolutely different, but I find it. I found that desire inside inside her, inside her brain, into into some some another ways. Yeah, you know. What is important? Um, sometimes I can't even explain why I choose this student, why I want to work with her. Uh, maybe sometimes I find something. Maybe she's absolutely not agreed to all the things I, I'm looking into my students, but but I find something also. Uh, what I can't explain what exactly, but I understand that I need to take it out and uh, I need to see what will happen. And maybe after some time, I will say her bye. Like, I did my best for you. Like, maybe I even feel that I not did my best. Maybe I feel that I'm not interested to work with her anymore. Yeah, it also can happen because of because of some reason. But uh, I am not always thinking about my students. Like, um, I know how sounds is this, but like personalities, like a human, uh, I I more think like mm, like a goal, mm -hmm. something like this. Like mm. this girl, she's my goal. Something inside of her, some deep inside of her brain, this is my goal. Her hips, I like her hips. I don't like absolutely everything because she she for example she lazy she was lazy she didn't work enough with her body with her arms or something like i don't like everything but but i see that there is something so interesting in, uh, into her uh hips and there is something there is so movable i don't know is this word exists or not uh, probably not but <laughs> like i see how move those hips and i understand that it can be the best what what he can give to her audience. It can be the best which will make her uh, win, which will make her be better, because uh, it can be that start part of her body. This is the start. Her hips, this is some two stars which can make her grow up so good. And doesn't matter, will she learn some good arms or something what I don't like? Doesn't matter, because she has something, such a power and more powerful than another girls have. And, uh, and she's become my goal. When I, I find something, she become my girl. And even if she don't like, especially if she don't like herself, I want to show that you have something what another girl doesn't have. And uh, so I'm looking into my students as in girls, uh, not as a, as a student. So of course, I want to help someone, of course, of course. Uh, but most of the time, I just, I just see girls. 
<laughs> like you are my girl. I like something or I don't like anything. Sometimes also happening and I, I know and I just want some perspective and I want to help. You are my girls because of somebody. I, um, I don't think that I explain totally I right. I think but... you got, you nailed it. I exactly know what you're talking about. And I think you brought up a jewel idea here, like a treasure <laughs> one. Because I think in this commercial, today's commercial teaching world, we very often forget that the task of teacher is not to please or to entertain students. And it's not... If it's a true passionate teacher, it's not a mere transaction, okay, give me money, I'll give you my time and teach you a couple moves. The true passion of teacher is actually working on his or her teaching craft. And to work on it, we do see students as goals. It's like a doctor. You come to doctor not to have fun time and hear some nice things. You come to doctor to get helped. The same as teacher. task of teacher is to help you to become better and uh, i know you did an analogy that for some may sound strange like oh it's like this person in front of me is not right now a person it's a goal that i'm working on as a teacher but you i think you perfectly described like your focus as a teacher you know where exactly you are there and you know that this person came to you and you expect that they came for what you have to offer and you're just like you know sort of super narrowing and focused like okay this is what I'm working on this is my like goal and it's like um how to say uh this fairy tale of Pinocchio like from from a piece of wood he's trying to craft yes yes yes, yes exactly he's trying that's to craft a Pinocchio that's the same that you're doing to your students like you're doing your your work, your task to the best of your ability, and it may be not pleasant all the time. It may be Absolutely. hard for both of you, teacher and student, but that's the goal. And especially if you're talking about those passionate students who come for personal classes to really grow, to really boost their dance level, and some of them may even dream about professional life. You have to find these kind of teachers. That's Maybe the experience, maybe not always, you know, like fun and entertaining and pleasant, but that's the push. And I find whenever I hit one of those teachers, that's the best growth. Um, maybe not seen in a moment because sometimes moments are not that pleasant, <laughs> but afterwards, that's the, the biggest push. And I think you, you ex- absolutely like, like, brought it up and I actually think we've never so many times we talked on the podcast about teaching and students developing students etc but I don't think ever anyone brought up it from this perspective that when as teachers we look at students it's like a goal like okay what can I give you to make you a better dancer and that's really cool yeah exactly exactly like all, all the things I need to care about is about body her body and uh, uh, her eyes. Like, this is the two instruments I have to express myself as a teacher. I see body, I see her lines, and, like, I'm not trying to repeat myself. Uh, I'm not... I, I am trying to find something something unique uh, into this dancer. And, uh, like, I'm looking to her eyes to understand, do she get what I mean? To understand, do she want what she thinks she wants? Uh, to find why she came here real. Like, uh, because some, some students, they just want to 
to come and make a picture with uh, me. <laughs> no, seriously, some students just want to make a picture and I, I see nothing into those eyes. Like it's, of course, it's so pleasant for me and everything, but uh, it's not make me, it's, it's um, not wake any serious interest into, into myself as a teacher. Uh, but some of some of students I'm looking for, I see into those eyes, serious desires. They are so concentrated. They are so uh, consciously, co conscious, con conscious. consciously, conscious. Yeah, they are working so consciously, and uh, and that's what I seriously like. And then I start to concentrate even more into those body bodies, and look for some interesting things not the same things it's almost never same but some interesting things what i can what i can give them for quite a short time mm. it's to carve <laughs> their inner potential out of that initial piece of food that we were talking about uh, analogy of pinocchio right? each piece of food has something inside <laughs> we just need to carve and get to it um in these last three months, have you been approached on teaching classes or creating choreographies for anyone? Uh, no. Uh, I think that uh, like the last three months and nearest months, uh, I will absolutely stop to create something, except to myself, because I have some plannings to go to some festivals. I still have a lot of, uh, lots of invitations and I need to prepare myself. Uh, so I will do create only for myself now because um as i said before about soul i have nothing to give to the people who want some choreographies from me now i just have nothing and i need to feel myself um, maybe not happy again but uh, i need to feel myself full again i want to push myself i want to when you push yourself you just do something like I don't know, like like a Zara clothes. <laughs> like you need every spring, every autumn, you need to create some clothes. You need to sell a thousand, thousand of skirts and everything. Like you have to do it. I don't want to push myself like this. I want to be to be inspired by uh, by feelings I get from the last time, but knowledge as I get from the last time, by music I, I, I hear from the last times, and um, I want to be impressed, I want to be uh, inspired, I want, I want to be maybe just, just a little more happy again. Um, I just, I, I don't, I don't want to give just the movements. Just the movements, which ones I plus with some harmony, with music. No, 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 no. This is not my way to create choreographies. I, I, when I create it, I can spend one month per one choreography. Seriously, sometimes I can spend one day, sometimes I can spend a month by working every, every single day without days off. Uh, and... Um, because I, I really feel myself like I paint some some picture. I feel myself, I don't know, some Salvador Dali, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is create her, her uh, his picture, uh, like so concentrate. So I, I, I'm looking for the ways. And for example, 
I know that for some choreographers, you just, you put some movements, like you maybe you change them a couple of times and you understand, yeah, now it's okay. Like for me, it's never enough, just just okay. Yeah, it's okay with music and it's okay, I can continue. What what, what does it mean, okay? <laughs> you like, it's it's not okay. It's it's need to be like, oh my God, wow. Every, every second of your dance, oh my God, wow. And it's need to keep that, it's need to keep attention of your audience all the time on, all the time on. It's. It's it's need to make it don't have to make them tired even a couple of seconds of your dance it don't have to make them boring it have to make them more and more interested every second uh, second of your dance and in the end they have to be just shocked and they need to need to understand that that's three minutes when you were dance on the stage they like they felt another life. That three minutes of life, not some some performance, you know, it's it just a life. They were nowhere except with you on this stage. That's what you need to make your audience feel. And it's not about put a couple of movements together. It's about really more job, much, much, much more job. And I, I feel, I don't feel myself full to make such a job like this. And to be honest, I'm, uh, for example, for my choreographers, that's why I'm asking asking money for it, maybe more than someone, uh, because I really spent like one month of my life and sometimes I even not care about myself. I, I stopped to work with myself, I stopped to work uh, with, with, for example, my, my workshops, which is coming. And I totally concentrate on the choreography, which was ordered by some by someone because I'm like, I, 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 I sometimes I cannot eat, not sleep, <laughs> nothing. I absolutely concentrate on this process and, uh, and you need to be full for it. For this kind of job, you need to be full. I can say that, okay, I can create some choreography for you. I need a couple of days, but I will not do it better than anyone else. Uh, I will not do it better why they need to pay me for it. Like they can pay to someone else, <laughs> some, some, some teacher which is thousand times cheaper, but uh, not less talented as me. Absolutely not. The same talented, even more talented. And uh, it, it don't have any reason. If I let people pay me for something, I need to give them seriously much or nothing, <laughs> something like this. Do you typically choreograph in a linear process, like, okay, this 10 seconds, the next 10 seconds, etc., or is it sometimes you may approach the end of choreography and then come back to the beginning of it? <laughs> How is your typical creative process used to be? Uh, it's all uh, it's always uh, oh, such different processes. It's it's uh, depends of music and depends on my mood it depends on how how rest i am uh, uh what am i feeling inside because sometimes i'm damn angry <laughs> seriously when i'm angry i'm fixed all the time everything like uh today i feel that i'm oh my god i i built such a good beginning of the choreography next day i'm start to continue with it but when i coming back to to beginning i understand that what the bullshit is this? <laughs> like, uh, I know that maybe it's not even professional. It's 
it seriously depends on my mood. But anyway, at the end of everything, it depends like it's 10 times it's it's changed 10 times I changed the part of the choreography. I start to feel that probably this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably this is it. not because I'm tired to fix it. Not because of this, because I understand that uh, all that mood changings, it's my power. I become to understand that it, this is my power. It's not something which is make me too excited to um, uh, like um, unconcentrate or something. No, no. I always am happy with the parts of my choreographies and this is my power. Mm-hmm. Now, finally, I become enough smart to understand it. Before, I thought that I'm absolutely stupid, unprofessional, and uh, like I'm not a choreographer. <laughs> uh, I'm just making you that I'm a choreographer. But now, finally, I have enough smart brain to understand that this is my power. And this which will make me uh, always higher and higher as a choreographer and continue to, to do it with my brain. <laughs> Sounds like this. When is uh, the nearest or the first date of scheduled event where you will have to perform and how you feel about it approaching? Uh, well, the problem is, mm, I don't know, is it problem or maybe even it's not a problem. I think it's not a problem. Okay. But uh, I built all my summer uh, according to one my desire. Finally, to be home. Finally, to be in Ukraine a little bit more time than I used to be. And I built my shuttle according to this desire because I wanted to travel with my boyfriend around Ukraine. I wanted to uh, visit my um, uh, my home. I, I, I don't know how to say um, my home out of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have some beautiful nature there and uh, I just adore this place and I want to visit it a little bit more than a couple of times <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, like I, I had some plans like this so that's why I agreed to some invitations uh, in Ukraine and only I agreed to a lot of cities of Ukraine in summertime and uh, I would say to organizers from another countries that can we move this? Can we move your event for next year, please? Can we move your event maybe maybe your, to your next festival? Because uh, like I um, I already have the full schedule of summer was Ukrainian events, and I was so happy that I will be in Ukraine, but I'm not. <laughs> And my plans was um, like visit Ukraine. It's always much less time than when you go out of the country. Uh, and uh, now I have nothing because absolute, of course, all Ukrainian events, they are canceled. And uh, the nearest event I have is September. It's so funny, but I needed to fly to Spain. Mm. <laughs> and my organizer is such a happy person because I'm already here. Yeah, she's unhappy with the war, of course, and with my situation, but she's so happy that she don't have to buy a ticket from Ukraine to Spain, and all all she needs to buy is some tickets around 
uh, to fly from Barcelona to Salamanca. Yeah. Uh, so my uh, my nearest um, my nearest festival is in Spain, <laughs> but I'm already here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And after I'm I'm going on with uh, with Argentina. Uh, where else was Mexico? Was uh, I needed to uh, to do my visa for USA again, but unfortunately I can't fly to Kiev <laughs> and uh, like another another festivals like it, it, it's usual. But all summer I have more or less free, and I'm happy and I'm happy because I can try to build my life here. I have like three months to try to build my life here to understand how where I need I will move my life on and. Uh, and my family, of course, because we need to find a job for them. We leave everything in Ukraine, apartments, job, everything. So we need, I need to build not only my life, I need to to help to build my life with, to my family. And I'm really happy that I have this three months to do it, to try. And how do you see your future professional life? Uh, is it... Because now we are all like in different, you know, scenarios, situations and emotional states. So for you, is it just like giving yourself time to, you know, refill, fulfill yourself again and trying to come back to dance and dance life or maybe some other thoughts start popping out? Uh, because when you say like, oh, put yourself, um, put together your life in a new country, it's like a new chapter of life. Uh, what does it mean for you personally and from dance point of view too? Oh, <laughs> I have no answers to this question. <laughs> I I have no ideas about my future here. Mm, what am I sure about? Uh, I sure that for now, this is the best country I can move in. I could move in uh, because because I speak Spanish, because I just adore Spanish people, uh, because uh, like this is one of the best country to um, immigrate in. Like I'm, I'm not sure will I immigrate yet or not, but um, like even before war, I thought about it. I thought about to move to Spain. I. I now understand that uh, I will never move <laughs> without war. <laughs> it, it couldn't happen because I, I, as I told before, I already built my apartment. Yeah, I already did my repair because I expect to spend my life there. I, I did everything. I put all my money into this repair to to make it perfect for me, for my future kids, maybe for, for, for our life there. And uh, now I understand that I will probably not move here, but... The war, how can I say, <laughs> fix my plans. Um, I don't know what will happen in future. I just know that I love Spain. I don't know, will I, I will probably never love it the same as Ukraine, of course, but maybe I will find some, some things which I didn't have in Ukraine. Uh, something uh, which will make me love Spain in a different way. More or less, it's not actually matter uh, in a different way because everything here is different and my life here will be different and doesn't matter that I, w- that I will try to continue what I can do. Matter is just everything is different here. So it will be not the same 
And the main question I have inside of my head is, will I love life here? So I'm not asking myself, um, how will I move my life on? I'm asking myself, will I love this life? Will I love these people? Maybe not the same, uh, maybe even more, you know, who knows? Will I love this nature the same as live here forever? Uh, this is the question I have, to be honest. And I'm talking with my friends who were immigrated somewhere. And uh, uh, I'm not asking how they live. I'm not asking, do they have enough money? I'm not asking them, like, do they have a friend here? Or did they learn the language or something? I asking them, do they love this country? Do they start to love this country as strong as they don't want to go back anymore? Uh, this is the main question I have. And uh, I know that I will, probably I will not be in the situation when I understood that I don't want to go back to Ukraine. I will always want because I just in love with my country and especially in love with my city. I, I, I love with my life there. And the most hard into this situation that uh, I asking myself the question, will I in love with the life here the same? I was in love with my life in Ukraine because that life was awesome. I had a lot of things that I don't like, but generally that life was awesome because I built it like this and I put all my powers, all my time, all my money, like everything to build my best life. And I, I don't even had a time to enjoy it enough. And uh, uh, will I continue life here and how like to answer into your question, uh, how am I see my life, my future here? Uh, how will I move on here? Uh, it's not depends of what will I do. It's it depends of uh, will I like it or not? Will I love this life? Even if I will have less friends, less money, uh, less uh, family here, uh, like uh, worse apartment, for example, or I will not even have it because it's damn hard to buy apartment here. Uh, but it, it's it's it doesn't matter. Still, I have a chances to 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 love it. Maybe not more, but in a different way. And when I understood that I love it, that I um, I want to try this life. I probably will find some answer into this question because for now I don't know where to move. I will continue my dancing, but I need to um, to meet this new life. I, I didn't have still a chance to meet it because here we are sitting in a small city. We can't even go out somewhere in another city. We can't like we can't find a job here. I'm not looking for looking for the job, but my family looking for jobs for them and my for example, uh, my boyfriend, he also trying to continue the life he had in Ukraine because he put all his years, all his time, all, also everything into this life and he loved it and he tried to continue it. So when I will go on with that once I had in Ukraine, I will understood how the things goes and I will answer 
how am I seeing my future here? I think I answered into your questions like uh, 10 times. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. And I also would add that immigrating to a different country out of your own will as your decision and immigrating to another country as a forced measure of uh, securing and saving your life, it's two different things. Uh, it's one thing Absolutely. if you are preparing yeah. for this decision and you see the reason and you want or excited or maybe you're still scared, but it's still your decision. And another thing that you literally reached your dream lifestyle, enjoyed it a few days and then suddenly thrown to a completely different reality in different country. And yeah, absolutely. it's another yes. also thing, big pressure, pre pressure, I don't know, pressure for all people who left the country or even inside Ukraine who moved to different cities, it's uh, a big question of uncertainty, how long this will last. Like, most likely it will last a long time, but we all have still hope or maybe it will finish soon. So it's also that question, oh, should I be waiting or should I start looking for a new home in a new country or in a new city? And I'm not talking about physical home, like a roof over your head. I'm talking about emotional home that, or should I look mm -hmm. for settling my life in a different different place and finding and building actually my home there? Or is it just temporarily? Like it's so much uncertainty. And uh, that's, uh, I mean, that's very... Um, expected, I guess, the direction of the answer, like, oh, I don't know yet, <laughs> because three months, it's mm -hmm. ridiculously long, but it's also very short, and there is uh, three months full of a lot of events and a lot of um, worries that take your mind away and completely absorb and hold it. It's just the only thing you can pay attention to. So, well, thank you for sharing, and... Um, I hope you will find uh, the place where you are happy. Regardless, is it home or not? Is it this country or another country? But uh, the place where you can find, again, the joy and happiness, you know, like that fulfillment, I would say. And if, if happiness is not really the correct word right now, then so much, like, stress and worry going around, but at least some kind of peace and fulfillment inside you. That, that's very important and very, very precious. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. And, well, I know I can talk for hours and hours and I still can ask many, many, many things. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, okay, so let's go on. Let's keep going <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, there are a couple of questions also that caught my. Uh, there are a couple of moments that caught my attention, and uh, um, I came up with a couple extra questions that I want to ask. Um, you were mentioning about your love to drum solos. That since childhood you fell in love with ballet as drum solos, mm -hmm. and in fact, I was yeah. thinking like. Uh, uh, when I was thinking about this interview, I was thinking, oh, maybe to announce right in the beginning of our conversation, or maybe I'll put later, like, you are literally the queen of drum solos. You are, like, the queen dancer. But then I stopped myself, and I thought, like, wait, but that's not about drum solos, because I can the same say about 
fusion styles of tango oriental or spanish uh, fusion flamenco oriental or mejan says it's like the queen of everything <laughs> but one specific thing that was on my mind that you are very cool also at fusion styles you have um uh, this sense especially like your flamenco spanish <laughs> to say that you love to spain also uh, fusions so along with bella dance I know you're practicing uh, or try your um, energy and um, skills in different dance styles throughout your life. So which ones were, along with ballet dance, which other dance styles you practiced and you studied? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, this is my pain. <laughs> it's, uh, well... When I was, um, I don't remember when I was how many years old, but I, I, I will start like time by time, I'll start with everything. Um, but the last times I'm, I'm so happy that I finally started to practice a hip hop. And this is my pain <laughs> because I just started and I had uh, just a year. Uh, I just had a year to practice with it, to learn it. Finally, I start to to feel that finally I can get something, I can dance something more or less good because it's not so easy to do. And uh, it's my pain because I needed to stop it too. It's the same as everything. Um, but I will go on. I'm pretty sure that it doesn't matter where exactly. Maybe, maybe here in Spain, maybe I'll come back to Ukraine. We'll see. But I will continue my hip hop. But before it, I had a, a classes from Contemporary. I was a ballroom dancer, but not as serious as people think. Uh, like before it, before every scene and Generally, I start my dance life uh, from belly dancing, and all and other kind of dances like classical dance, contemporary ballroom dance, uh, what else, hip hop, uh, and everything. It was uh, like in the same way with belly dancing, but I start from belly dancing, and probably I will finish with it. <laughs> and <laughs> because uh, this is my soul, this is my favorite one. This is something. Um, I don't know how even to explain uh, um, my soul. Yeah, I explained it actually. This is my soul. <laughs> and another style of dance, I just adore them. I just adore them. And um, but I understand perfectly that I start was a little bit wrong time. Um, well, I start when I could to do it. But before it, when I was a child, there was not much money. Uh, there was not much time because I needed to finish uh, the Scourge of Arts. I was a painter, actually. <laughs> and my education is a painter, to be honest, not a choreographer. But uh, I was so busy. I had not enough time into my, not enough money into my family. Uh, but when I started to do it, uh, that was the time when I already started to work. I already started to work as a dance teacher, as a belly dancer. I was invited to work into some school, famous uh, dance school in Ukraine. Uh, and uh, when I started to take my first money, I started to make my dreams come true. And I started to grow up with another kind of dance, like all together. First, I started with ballroom dancing. And after it, I continue with contemporary. And uh, just the last year, finally, I find the time, thanks to quarantine, 
that <laughs> that I find a time to uh, finally start to make a hip hop. Uh, but um, and yeah, classical dance, the ballet, of course, it was, it always was. I I just I can't. Um, I, I'm not feel that it's some separate style of dance. I it, for me it's like a, I don't know it's like like a fitness for dancers. <laughs> it's 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 not a dance for me. I mean maybe it's dance for somehow for someone, but I did it like a, like a fitness for belly dancers, not more. Um, so maybe if I would start it a little bit more early, I could be much more better dancers than I am now. And flamenco, to be honest, it's more about paso double for me. It's about paso double. It's uh, I never took a class as flamenco. Well, I know, of course, I know something. I learned somewhere uh, some basic steps, uh, some <laughs> some uh, basic clubs, for example, and everything. But it's more about paso double, and I build that fusion. What you talk about? Uh, it's something between Oriental, Pasadobel, and just a little bit of flamenco. Mm -hmm. There is a, a much of flamenco lines, and maybe exactly lines make my audience think that this is a flamenco fusion. And music, it's about flamenco fusion. But most of movements, uh, which I was learned like many years before, it was Pasadobel. The reason I also asked, uh, I was thinking, oh, maybe for you, who knows uh, what your thoughts about this, but uh, maybe for you, you're coming back to active dancing. Who knows, maybe it will happen not through belly dance, but maybe through one of the passion side styles, let's call them <laughs> this way. <laughs> Uh, and especially now in Spain, maybe taking some, I don't know, Spanish dance classes and fulfilling your love to this <laughs> culture too, maybe interesting. <laughs> uh, I, I, I absolutely don't know where the life will move me uh, here in Spain, but I'm pretty sure that I will try to continue uh, and other styles of dance, I continue to learn them. And the main idea is not to um, to have a possibility to dance some another kind of dance, to dance them. It's it's not a main idea. The main idea is to learn something and to do something in Jesus' life when you are not a teacher. That was the main idea, even more than I was dreaming about hip hop, for example. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, the dream to dance hip-hop moved me to go to the hip-hop class, but uh, probably the main desire I had is to not be a teacher just somewhere in a dance class. Enjoy dancing, but not prepare dancing, not to be responsible of this training, not to be, just to be a teacher who care about nothing, who care about one thing, to dance it, to repeat it, to not sing, to not care, enjoy, absolutely enjoy. Because uh, with all these years, with all this responsibility, uh, I already stopped to, well, I enjoy my, my dancing, my, my workshops, I enjoy them so much, but not that way. And I miss, I miss it so much. And it uh, uh, doesn't matter how hard I felt, for example, with contemporary, I was, it, it, it was like enough hard for me, uh, was a hip hop especially because it was so fast. 
it was so uh, like uh, like some movement was so unexpected, was so well difficult for me, and uh, doesn't matter how hard it was. I was so resting to these classes. I was so relaxed with my brain. I was so enjoy. Like I was, I was absolutely forgot that I I'm a dance teacher into these classes. I was a dancer. I, I danced, but I forgot that I'm a teacher. That was the main idea to go uh, to do something was to some another teacher. Like to to give myself to another person, like learn me, do with me whatever you want. Just let me forget that I'm a teacher. That's what the, it was. Some way to rest. Hmm. It was some way to rest, but to growing up the same way, and uh, and to be honest, it, it's it was perfect. Like I already a long time I didn't have enough time to. Before hip hop, I didn't have enough time to grow up with another styles of dance. But uh, when I started to do hip hop that last year, oh, it was blessed times. Seriously, it was blessed times, and uh, I was so tired. My body, I didn't feel my body absolutely because I had I have a, a dance like 24 hours a day. <laughs> Seriously, 24 hours uh, because. All my day, like I was waking up in the morning, I took my breakfast and I started to train, training, training, trainings, uh, my personal classes, myself, preparing my workshops. Like every day I was training. I was so tired already in the middle of the day. But uh, I knew that somewhere I will find that powers to go into hip hop and to live everything I still feel. Like everything, I still have to live into that dance class, and I was so dead after, but so happy, so happy. Seriously, I I don't know, I I have no enough uh, example to compare with, but uh, it, it's something like some some person working in office, always working in office, and after like in the ending of the day. Uh, this person goes somewhere to, I don't know, to the mountains, you know, something absolutely different. So some kind of this I felt. Hmm. Well, to go in from teaching classes uh, or going to studying uh, dance classes, that's kind of uh, office mountain analogy. <laughs> it's very yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I know what you're talking about. And it's so cool that you mentioned specifically this aspect. That actually was unexpected because uh, typically, uh, like, we would, I mean, some person may think like, oh, I just want to explore something new. I want to grow and train my body to have more skills or I'm preparing some new fusion uh, with belly dance. So I want to learn this new dance style for that. And then here you're talking about just more like putting the main stress on the emotional aspect of breaking yeah. all... Uh, um, build build ups that you have as a professional dance teacher and going and seeing everything from a fresh eye and more like you know letting go all those responsibilities uh, and putting them on someone else <laughs> you know like now you're a teacher now you lead me now you teach me <laughs> and that's more like an emotional refresh button you know not only like physically developing new skills but more yeah. Uh, keeping it fresh from emotional point of view of not even love yes. to dance but this uh, relationship relationship to dance and how you approach and how you deliver and how you experience it I would say 
-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of your training and your lifestyle, you indeed had a really crazy schedule and really crazy lifestyle of dancing nonstop. And it's very admirable. I was I was thinking to to ask, well, where do you find this like energy to power through? But just listening to you and hearing all your passion and desire to dance, it kind of gets out of question. <laughs> but at the same time, um, how did did you try to kind of balance your lifestyle, or it was only like you know ongoing, nonstop? Or, uh, dancing preparing from one thing to another or did you ever try to except adding more dance classes to your lifestyle (laughs) but in any other kind of way to kind of like balance and give yourself uh, to make sure that you are not burning out because that's when you when we are working non-stop in any field Mm -hmm. at some point we hit that point uh yeah Uh, do you remember i told you uh that I just get that way of life, which I uh, imagine into my head, like, uh, and, and I just get it three days before war. Do you remember I told you yes, that? That, yeah. uh, like, uh, I choose my students, I finish repair and everything. So uh, I can plus something here. And uh, that's what you're asking me about. I just, just now, I learned and I understood how to build my shadow to make myself more or less alive. <laughs> you know, uh, more or less alive. So, uh, like, I already used to, not, not used to, I learned how to say no. <laughs> uh, I learned how to, uh, as I told you already, how I, I learned that I need to choose my students, yes? And I, I already, like, around year, I practiced with this. Uh, and I already choose the best ones, uh, the the most uh, the girls to, who love to work most than other girls. Uh, and I learn how to build my channel. I learn I learn how to spend my time to put everything inside of it. It, it. It's it was not so easy, you know. Some someone maybe will think that oh come on girl. You just learn it like you have almost 30 years old and you just learn it. <laughs> of course, it's easy to learn when you, I don't know, sitting in the office and when you have not a, when your job is not about art, it's it's so easy to build your shadow. When, for example, uh, some people, they have also much travelings, maybe even more than me, but uh, for them, much more easy to build their shadow because they, the work, of these people is not about art. I'll explain. Uh, for example, I built my shell. I, I was built my shell with everything. Uh, I need to write in my notebook when I need to take my breakfast, when I need to get some call. After when I need to, uh, I have, for example, a couple of online classes. Uh, After I have like uh, some 30 minutes to run away somewhere, just just run, I don't know, anywhere, yeah, to buy something uh, for my costumes or anything. After I have like six hours of training myself. So I, for example, I prepare the six hours 
Uh, and I was planning to create the health of the choreography, which is I preparing for the show, for the show in 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 a couple of months, yeah, which is coming in a couple of months. The half of the choreography. This is one and one and a half minute, for example, mm-hmm. or two minutes. And that six hours, which I was planning to put on 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 this couple of minutes, I was worked on ten seconds of the choreography, because I didn't like. I hadn't. I, I haven't rest. Nothing. I just absolutely non-stop work with the ten seconds of the choreography, and thanks God, in this ten seconds, I agreed. It's the end of the class. But after I have like three more classes, three more online or offline classes, it doesn't matter. And uh, in the end, we already have like dinner time. And I understand that I need to take my dinner and go on with preparing because I didn't finish that two minutes. And uh, I can continue until night, until like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. If I'm inspired, I can work like like full month, a full night. And uh, but still, when you work even even all night, you're fucking tired. I'm so sorry, but but it it was like this. And uh, at the end, you understand that you have like 30 minutes of the choreography. Seconds. Thanks God. <laughs> seconds. Sorry, seconds of the choreography. Yeah. And thanks God that you have them. Uh, and it can happen every day. Like you plan something. You put, uh, uh, for example, five, five, six hours, sometimes nine hours. Sometimes, for example, I can wake up in the morning and, and spend all my day to my personal training by preparing somewhere. And I was playing that I will finish to create choreography. It will not be ready. It will not be nice yet, but it will finish. I mean, I'll knew, I will know what, where I'm dancing, which movement is going like one by one. You the know, sequence. I will build uh-huh. my choreography. Yeah, and uh, like I plan it, but at the end, it can it can be absolutely different. It can be absolutely nothing because I'm not I'm not happy with something what I would try to create and uh, and it broke your plans. It's broke your plans, and I can dance just something. I can I can just plus all the movements together, as I said before, and just dancing and be done. Okay, it's done more or less. I love it. No, I don't like it. I'll no sleep. I'll not eat. But I I need to work until I like it. And this is the problem. That for example, I could create it in a couple of days. Okay, in a week. After I have uh, I have some couple of weeks until the end of the month to work with this what I build it yeah to work to make it uh, great to to make it most power to make an amplitude to make everything uh, but no <laughs> I I had all my plans was broken so that's why until the end of the month I just build it and then this I'm not even talk about that in, in the same time you need to build choreographies for your students you need to prepare for classes with your students you need to do something else you need to meet your boyfriend sometimes hi this is me your girlfriend I'm still alive like you 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 need to see your mom like once in a couple of weeks uh, and and a lot of problems and everything and at the same time you have it repaired incredibly hard repair and uh and and that's why you can't build your shadow this is my problem into my life i can't be sure that i need like 30 hours for example to create some choreography 
there are some choreographers, some teachers, they know that they need a couple of classes or a couple of hours or I know five hours to create choreography for some students. I don't know what is wrong with me, but uh, I can't work like this. Sometimes I seriously need a couple of hours. Sometimes I don't know what's happening with me, but I, I really like everything what's, what's happening into my into my head, like all the movements one by one. I plus them together and understand that, whoa, this is an art. But another day I, I, I have, for example, more difficult music or something, uh, I don't have mood or I'm tired or I, I, I don't know, I don't like myself or something, but I need like months, sometimes even more. And like you can just create it after you need to work it with this, the same, the same time, the same hours, like more or less, for example, when you create the hard choreography and you were you build it like three weeks, I need not less than three weeks to make it to make a quality. Like you just build mm -hmm. it. That's not all. It's just the first step. It's just the first step. After the most difficult is work with with all you have, and and make the big quality, uh, the high quality of everything you will show to your audience or to your students. So. Um, this is a problem. Mm, I can't control my schedule, not because I'm stupid or something, because I'm too too picky to myself. So this is like, as I said before, this is my problem. But at the same time, this is my power. Mm -hmm. Like it's good and it's bad at the same time. And I, I feel very hard with myself, seriously. Uh, I, I feel so hard. I, I live so hard with myself uh, and I agreed with myself uh, not much things uh, really easily, easy. Yeah, not often it happened, almost never. Usually everything was ha what, what has happened into my head. It's so hard and difficult and long, uh, but uh, after the result I have, I really like uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> mm. It's interesting how you talk a lot about the mention from yourself a lot, but you haven't really mentioned even once anything about perfectionists in perfectionism. Uh, is it something about trying to make perfect it, or is it something really about you and the mention from yourself something? Uh, it's something wrong with my brain. <laughs> no, why wrong? It's just the way it is, and that's that's the uh, that's why we see this awesome results on stage. So there's definitely well, nothing wrong with you. <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes I think so. Yeah, that that it, it's 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 made me uh, it's made me show that kind of results. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'm looking in some dancers who can create everything so. Far fast and they don't care they just enjoy the process they just enjoy uh, the process maybe more than they enjoy the result and I'm a person about result and it's um, it's make my dance way so hard you know even my my hip-hop teacher told me Diana you're you're freaking out with your result. You don't have to care about it as much as you care because you will spend all your life all of this uh, um, of this how to say chasing, chasing, chasing it, chasing, mm -hmm. chasing. Yeah, 
and he absolutely he say absolutely truth it's truth and he's right but i can do anything with me and um yeah it's about uh, to try to be perfect but yeah. that's the interesting thing that i uh, why i brought it up when you're talking i don't feel that it's really about perfectionism it's not about like perfect dance it's something else it's like a surge of i don't know what it is but that's why i um I asked you because typically whenever we go in this kind of conversation, wanting or not, people start like bringing up this, oh, I want to make it perfect, or I'm not satisfied like with like uh, um, how ideal it is. And you talk about the satisfaction with what you created, but it's more, I don't know, it kind of feels that it's about something else. It's not this typical, you know, perfectionism speaking in you, inside you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh... Well, how can I say? Uh, it's about perfectionism, yeah, first of all, I think, but um, I don't know how to explain, but it's something like you feel like this is it, or you feel no, it's not. Like I'm working, I'm working, I'm changing the six, I'm changing, I'm, I'm, I'm changing the movements. Like I put in them on different places. I'm changing the, I don't know, the feelings, the way which I'm trying to create this part of music. And I need to feel that this is it. Hmm. And not always it's happening. And I, I don't know which move me feel better. That yes, this is it. I don't know perfectionism or something else i have no ideas but but i'm telling you i'm just sick <laughs> something about my brain something wrong with me i kind of feel yeah. it's not searching for perf perfect it's more searching to put the puzzle together then one piece of puzzle it's you and another piece of puzzle it's the dance and they just need to fit and then that's the, oh. the moment <laughs> um well <laughs> maybe maybe um you know, I, I didn't get myself yet. Um, I didn't understood myself yet. Uh, I don't know what what moved me, what moved my um, my um, how can I say? I didn't learn my brain, my way to move. I didn't learn how to. I didn't learn my mood and how they. Um, like take a place into all this processing. Uh, so that's why I don't have an answer to all of your questions, unfortunately. Mm -hmm, uh, there's too many things into my head. Uh, yeah, it's, it's about perfectionism, I think, first of all. But, you know, I, I never I never have enough with my work. I never I never can say that I'm absolutely happy about my choreography, about my dancing, about my view, about my costume, about my everything. So it's some of perfectionism which is never um, never done. Like um, mm -hmm. I, I understand you know what I mean? Yeah, never reached. Uh, Yes, 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 yes. So that's why I'm telling that I'm probably sick because um, Mm. Even people with the most high perfectionism, sometimes they are happy. You know, I can understand. Yes, like this is it. Like, okay, this is something which is make make me to stop, finally to stop and go on. Uh, but and yes, I'm stop. I'm sure that this is it. But I'm not happy still. 
So I think seriously think that there is something wrong with my brain. Um, seriously think that uh, I have maybe some complexes. Mm -hmm. Something, uh, when I say wrong, I'm not joking. I'm seriously saying that maybe I need to, <laughs> to work with psychology or something. <laughs> well, in our modern life, working with psychologists, that's always uh, for everyone, wrong or not, uh, it's maybe a good experience. But I don't know, like you keep repeating that there's something wrong with you and maybe it's another your superpower, just like uh, what we talked before earlier. That's yeah, what yeah, maybe, drives yeah, you to search and, uh, and make you be you uh, in life and on stage. And um, uh, who knows if you didn't have that whatever you call wrong inside your brains, maybe it would have been, it obviously would have been a completely different dance story and dance journey. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There was like in history, there was much sick people. <laughs> like everybody thought that they are sick, but uh, without this sickness, they probably will not get the results they have. They will probably not, never become such such a famous like they were so uh, i'm not saying that i'm super famous or something uh like uh i i don't actually care about it much and sometimes i don't understand why people follow me <laughs> seriously <laughs> sometimes i don't understand what is interesting about my personality <laughs> seriously but uh, seriously like well, I can Seriously, give you this interview maybe. to listen back. You'll discover. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's 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 true because uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that everything I'm doing it's not the best I can do. I'm pretty sure that I didn't put enough powers to to make my best, and um, maybe they're not looking for the best. Maybe they look into something something I have. But anyway, I can't uh, can't understand sometimes why like sometimes i am looking to myself i'm looking to my work uh but, uh i can't uh, i can judge it i can't uh, i can't judge it because for me it's just something what i can clearly uh explain there is nothing special like i see a lot of a lot of people around me uh, like around me in the planet i mean uh whom thousand times more special in into things they do uh and i can't understand why and other people following them but sometimes i look into myself and i i just i understand that i'm do like not more than just a normal than just a basic um and it can be thousand times better and seriously sometimes i i can get why why i have such a followers <laughs> or <laughs> uh, uh you probably know. should see my face right now <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's interesting got to my mind is how many times during these conversations and interviews we had pretty similar ideas and thoughts and conversations and i think i should start a quest of trying to search a dancer who is fully happy with herself and her work and her <laughs> results and the processes <laughs> i think but it's very know, different you when, know? Mm -hmm. But there is, there is much dancers like this. I also thought that everybody thinks the same as me, but no, I talked with the dancers and, uh, well, maybe not most of them, but there is a lot of dancers who just enjoy everything, even if they're so wrong, even if they're like unhappy with, with the view uh, they see into those performances, for example, yeah, or 
there is someone, for example, uh, like we can we can find them by uh, following. Do they post all the videos uh, to those social or not? For example, what about me? I have uh, I post two percent of everything I have into my phone. All the files I have two percent. Believe me, there's so many things what people didn't see about me. So many things. Uh, and I know a lot of dancers, they post everything, even if they don't like it in their soul. Okay, I'm freaking out about my mistakes or something, and they're just okay. And I'm I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I want, I want, I want to feel something like them. Like, we absolutely do not care about, like, I don't care about people think. Absolutely not. I too much care about what I'm thinking. <laughs> but I think it's a different thing because uh, um, being willing to share, even if it's something not perfect, you never really know like how the person really thinks about it. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure nobody will share something that they're terribly, like, feel terrible about dancing. But mm -hmm. it's this uh, uh, switch, I think, in the mindset of uh, what is valuable. Because most people, they're not searching for perfect, they're searching for real. And uh, sometimes instead of sharing the perfect or ideal results, sharing the process, even if it's imperfect, that's kind of becomes real and even more perfect than what we chase as a perfect, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think sense. it's a satisfaction with your level of dancing. It's more the mindset of what is valuable. Is only the perfect results are valuable to share or is, even if it's like something putting out in the world, it's a part of the growth and journey in general. It's not about each specific, like, you know, end story of each dance, but it's like a view of the entire dance story that has different chapters and each dance is like a different chapter. So I think it's a different things because many people may share the full practice or full dance, but that doesn't really necessarily mean that they are fully happy with that. Mm, probably you're right. Uh... Yeah, I think you're right. It's just, uh, uh, I don't know. Sometimes you you can, for example, as for me, I'm watching into my videos and I can I can see that probably I'm different from some other dancers, from most of dancers. And maybe people love me for some difference. Not for perfect dance, of course, because it's not perfect. <laughs> not for perfect choreographies or something, because it depends on the taste. Um, uh, maybe because I'm a good teacher, because the only one thing I'm sure about that I'm a good teacher. I, <laughs> I will be honest. The only one thing I'm sure about that I'm a good teacher, uh, because, I don't know, I'm just sure that I know what to do. <laughs> was my goal <laughs> was, with, with body student. I have. <laughs> with, with my students was my goal with the body I have I'm pretty sure always no I'm not pretty I'm sure sure and sure what to do uh, this is the only one thing I'm sure about but all the other things yeah I understand that maybe someone love because of this difference but I just I just start to think like come on people like just to be different is it enough to follow someone uh, uh, like sometimes I'm, I think that people going crazy because uh, 
they're not looking for uh, for something beautiful. They're looking for something different. Okay, but this different, it needs to be something. Uh, not just different. Like, come on, Lady Gaga was wearing some dress with meat. She was so different. But is that pretty? No. She make every, everybody talk about herself, but uh, is it pretty? But no. it makes people feel something. And we are not always cra uh, craving to I know, see beautiful. I know. Yeah. But I'm, I can't uh, compare, for example, my dancing with uh, the costume of Lady Gaga, <laughs> you know, because uh, the costume, I think, will feel ev like everybody, everybody around will feel much more <laughs> feelings than than just a dancing, which a, a bit different from another ones, you know. Uh, but anyway, I'm just happy. Like anyway, I'm happy that I have uh, such a many followers. Like I can don't get why they follow me, why then why they want to learn from me. Mm. But anyway, I'm really happy that I got them. I'm incredibly happy because they make me grow. They make me grow even more than me. Uh, they inspire me to to create some new things. Uh, like, I'm not boring of the things I'm dancing. I can sing every scene I was dancing, like, like five years ago, still I can do it like 10 years ago more and I will not boring because I love it so. But uh, that people who follow me, who always write me and uh, like uh, who always such a press, impress of my dancing and impress of my teaching and never, let me forget like how good I am even if I don't think so they make me grow they make me change because all the time after some festival I I hear such a many good words thousands incredible words to my personality and uh, I'm so inspired of this of this and I'm going into into my dance class my small room into my apartments and I'm so inspired to start to do the new things, the totally different things. And I understand that I'm moving uh, thanks to them. Yeah, thanks me too. But thanks them maybe most than me and then some other conditions which make me change. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think that most of the people who are listening to us right now are kind of speechless, partially, just like I am, on hearing how much humble you are. And, uh, like, this is literally that I did not expect. Like, I know you, I, I saw, like, we never really, like, talked much, but following on Instagram, like, I saw, like, you're very dedicated, you're very hard on yourself, you're very disciplined, and you're very demanding from yourself. But hearing to which extent, and um, I think here I would totally agree with your hip hop teacher how hard you are yourself, like beyond, <laughs> beyond any imagination. Uh, that's something that I did not really expect. And I'm pretty sure many listeners are right now like in a shock, really. Like, uh, what do you mean you don't know why I follow you? Obviously, like there are multiple like reasons, uh, obvious ones, uh, why it's... Uh, not the question even like to follow like you 
you create such a beautiful art and your personality is so much shown in the in your art which makes it very different and i think when it's different and real that's what is beautiful that's kind of the definition mm -hmm. of beautiful when it's real uh, and if it's real coming from a person it will be by definition be different from anyone else because it's not a copy it's come it comes from you and um Okay, I have, I just got an idea. Everyone who is listening right now, take a minute right now after interview and send Diana a message explaining why you are following her. <laughs> why you specifically are following her and give her reason. Uh, and then we'll see how many, how many reasons okay, you will collect I, I will, at the end. I will be so thankful. <laughs> no, I will be thankful. Maybe I'll understand finally something. <laughs> Um, okay, to sort of close up uh, our conversation, I want, since we also have time, I want to approach one more story, uh, which will lead me to a question. But the story is actually about scheduling this interview. Because we said that we scheduled it back in January for June, so six months in advance. But the reality is that we actually tried to... I approached you first two or three years ago. I actually looked, it was 2019. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember... <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Uh, it's First of all, it's cool how you kind of uh, very clear on your priorities and it's totally fine. Like, uh, it's not about that. Like, uh, don't take it from that perspective. And actually, I think it's very cool that the person has their own, like, very clear focus and goal and this ability to say no to some projects even if they sound maybe interesting potentially interesting that's a very cool and valuable skill so that's cool it's not about that but i remember like since 2019 it was several times when i was trying to, to approach <laughs> and find time and i think i finally got to it just by like uh, sending again and again messages and even then we scheduled six months in advance um but in 2019, when I first approached you, I remember you mentioned to me, oh, Jana, uh, if you just messaged me like a year ago, uh, I would totally like do it. But now my schedule is super crazy and it's just not possible to fit anywhere. Yeah, it was true. Yeah. What was happening? What do you define as the turning point in your dance career then before that it was okay you probably danced and taught like very early started and for a long time but it still was like let's say relaxed lifestyle and then suddenly it jumped up and became this crazy professional uh, uh non-stop dancing lifestyle and dance is literally the center of your life uh, and not by you know just like a passion that you're so excited but also as a work that you have to like, deliver something you're teaching like it's literally taking crazy thing spin uh, like that what was in your mind that you feel it was a turning point or after that things really start changing and developing rapidly uh uh it was you know it was my goals i was uh, i was hoping that it will be like this um and i just i just become more famous that's it. Like uh, nothing's changed. I was the same crazy <laughs> both of times when you asked me, when you tried to invite me to this podcast. Uh, but uh, the difference is I become more famous and I, 
I didn't have, it, to be honest, time to enjoy it, but I tried. I tried to enjoy it. And that times, um, I just learned how to say no to organizers, to students, to everybody. I just learned this uh, and not well. Uh, <laughs> that's why I had really crazy shadow. And um, how can I say? Mm, it was like both of times, it was absolutely the same person. Absolutely same, except. Uh, uh, I tried to to do a lot of things in the same time, more or less, in the same time. And I thought that I'm a superhero who can do everything in time, you know, like um, I thought that if I will agree to a lot of projects, I thought that it I will uh, like show my my, like what I can do, show my choreography, show my like talents or something, like everywhere, I will start to respect myself more. Mm. Uh, it's also some kind of complex I had, maybe. I had actually a lot from my childness. Maybe people don't think so, but I, I and I still have a lot. We all have. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but... Um, I was crazy about it, uh, and I, I thought that if I will um, will work as much as I worked, uh, will agree to, to all this project, and I will start to respect myself more. But uh, against it, like everything was against it, because I'm start to do my job not as perfect as I could. Uh, I start to um, to dance not a full power I can. Uh, I start to prepare choreographies. Maybe it was a good choreographies, but I absolutely hadn't time to to work on it. Uh, I had a time to create it, but sometimes I could do it like in an airplane, in a train, in airplanes. That was usual, normal situation. Like continue create my choreography for the class uh, to the air in the airplane, and I I, I sort of thought that I'm a, like some kind of superhero who can do everything and. I thought that I was wrong with the building of my shadow. Uh, I thought that I was wrong and I need to fix a lot of things. But then I understood that, come on, how can you be wrong if you use uh, like 101% of your time, even in nighttime? You, I was so thin that times. Now I'm much more fat, but uh, before I was that times I was so thin because I, uh, I have not enough time to eat. I, I, I eat some shit because, because you just like you know you you just need to put something into your mouth uh, uh, as much as possible faster to continue your work to continue prepare somewhere, and else. Um, and then with all the difficult situations, I become smarter and smarter with all this. And I start slowly, really slowly, and I'm still learning, uh, but I am start to respect myself, respect my powers, respect my health. Uh, unfortunately, I start to respect it too late. And I already have much problems with my health, seriously, much problems. And I, I'm pretty sure that it happened that times because before it, I was so healthy like more than than everybody around uh, so I think that this is the only one difference what I feel 
Prefeld and um, um, I felt that I was leaving to dance class and that time's first time in my life I felt that I'm I never thought about leave dancing but I uh, I was as tired as I thought about like I was crying in the dance class I was just crying <laughs> uh, I could cry because because I don't know I fall down on the floor it's normal in the dance class I was fall down because uh, I was slipped like uh, into socks or something you know and I fly down and understand that I'm such a nervous inside that I'm, I'm because of this I'm start to cry or for example uh, uh, like late night I'm going to some market to buy some food because I have nothing into my kitchen and there is no like my favorite bread and I understand that I'm starting to cry because there is no bread I like <laughs> like, and I understand that oh my god Diana you're going crazy it's not normal it's not normal and especially I'm not like this I'm not nervous person like normally I'm so strong and I have I need uh, I need serious reason to become cry mm -hmm. seriously it was always like this and here I'm crying because there is no bread I understand that I'm I'm freaky tired I need I need to do something with this and uh, any success I like I I I'm stop to care about success or something. I'm start to uh, say no to people. I'm start to try to find some time. I'm start I'm start I'm stop to work with my students for some time. I say them, please, girls, now without me. Like I can't anymore. I can't. I just need some time. I need like couple of weeks, and uh, um, I start to like looking for something into my head, some reason, something what I can do. I'm starting to remember myself that time, what you asked me first time uh, to, to to make this podcast, uh, like, and, and before it, mm -hmm. and before it, like, um, when I was more or less, I, I was never free, but I thought I was busy, but I was not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in one year, in a couple of years, I understood that I was not. And uh, I start to remember that times, what was wrong, what was good, what I liked, what I miss, uh, and all the things. And that times, I understood that I need to change everything. But it was impossible. You know why? Because all my schedule in years, two years, was agreed. Mm -hmm. Like, nearest two years were built already. And these two years, I understood, okay, my next day off is okay, January, February, March, okay, September. Wow. So I needed to work this two years and um, uh, like this time, the next two years, what I built was organizers, I was already smarter. But this next two years, it was uh, like, 2019, 2012, uh, 2012, and I built my schedule so great. I thought that this is really great uh, to try to live, to try to not not just dance, to try to feel the real life of normal person, you know, to walk by bicycle, to go somewhere with your boyfriend on the days off, to visit my parents more than one day in a couple of weeks, you know. I, I was so happy, but after, hello, COVID. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, um, like, I didn't feel it. 
So I tried to to build this shadow of my dream again after this COVID. Uh, uh, after all my travelings, they start to <laughs> they start to uh, organize again and. Uh, and already finally I build it again and here we have a war. Yeah. And again I didn't feel how was it to live with a shadow, with a perfect shadow you you were just dream about. <laughs> if you had to start building your dance career again from the zero, if right now, like let's say imagine the world didn't know who is Diana Gnachenko and you were just uh, starting now what would you do differently is there anything else along with scheduling differently things uh, or was that the main uh, like difference that you would do or maybe you would keep it mm -hmm. the same since it was would have been just the beginning of your dance career <laughs> how would you approach it in this scenario mm. well uh i think that um most of my minds are saying now that uh, I would probably nothing change because I like myself today. I like today's Diana Gnachenko. I, I, I really like her more than Diana Gnachenko a couple of years before. Uh, but uh, that's who I am now. This is the result of that wrongs. Mm -hmm. Of that mistakes, of uh, of that things, what which I probably would like to change. Uh, so nobody knows who will I be if, if I wouldn't do these mistakes in my past. So, like I would probably never change. But uh, to answer into your question, like to think, what can it be? Mm -hmm. um, I would probably say to myself, respect respect my work more uh, and to not be as kind as I was because uh, I was so many times um, disappear with people around me who I'm trying to help um, because it puts something into my heart which I still feel not in a good way I become more mad mm. now like uh, it's not met, but um, that's what, what what people how people can can say about me. That you you sound like you're so mad, but uh, I'm not mad. I'm just I have such an experience, and uh, I would probably say respect yourself, Diana, more because your job is much more than you think. Now I understand it, but that times I was just uh, open for everyone who needs help. Sometimes even when they didn't ask me about it. And I lose a lot of energy, I lose a lot of time um, for people who care just about themselves, for people who used me, used me much times. And I even I understood it somewhere inside. I just, I just continue to be good. I just continue to be kind to them until some situations, of course. Uh, and now I would probably say myself, uh, come on, no, respect yourself. Doesn't matter which way. Took more money from 
some people you say, okay, I will not, I will not take payment from you, payment from you, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. Uh, some in other ways, uh, like, uh, I don't know, something like this, you know. <laughs> it's more about heart, it's more about feelings, it's more about, about disappointment, it's about this. But all my way, I would probably live from the beginning like it was. Mm -hmm. Everything, I will not change anything. Speaking about... I love my life. Sorry. Speaking about uh, helping other people, uh, I want to ask you, how right now dance community can help and support you? And please uh, be selfish right now and just really think, like, is there anything that, as a belly dance community worldwide, anything that can help you or support you right now in the situation? And uh, in whichever, you know, like, feasible uh, future you want to take it right now, currently, or the next year or something, uh... And once again, I'll ask you, please, right now, like, be a little bit selfish. And really, is there anything that we can do to support and help? I think all people I care about, they do what they want, what they can do, even more than they can do. Mm, I I can't be selfish because, <laughs> like, you can be selfish when you know what you want for sure, and. Now I just, uh, I just want to come down. I just want to forget a little bit about war. I know it's impossible, but I want to try. Just sometimes do not think about it because I'm going crazy. I just go in crazy to thinking about my dad, to thinking about my friends who are still alive and who are not anymore. And um, yeah, it is already selfish maybe. I want to stop thinking about them. And the best what my friends from Belly Dance World can do is help me to not think about it. And they already do it. Like we call each other, we talk to each other, we help each other how we can, how how we can do it. Um, and uh, what more I need? Nothing. Like I have enough support from them and I give the best I can do for myself. Well, I will uh, add from myself, taking a little initiative here, but for all listeners who are all dancers here, we have a unique, uh, exclusive dance audience, belly dance audience here, but I would uh, highly encourage and uh, um, ask for paying attention and uh, standing by uh, I know you're currently, you're not offering classes or choreographies, but at some point you will. And uh, it would be great if people can just uh, follow, keep an eye on social media, on any announcements and, and things, and see when they can, from dance point of view, but from practical point of view, also step up and, uh, um, and uh, learn from you, but also support you as a teacher, as an artist, as a dancer. We all need work. Uh, and even if right now things are calmer, at some point you will get back to active dancing and active teaching. And also for all event organizers, festival organizers, also keep in mind that uh, 
uh, in the future we all like uh, come back to active dancing and especially like you maybe right now you're not really much into considering new invitations or maybe you are right now but for event organizers and festivals organizers it's another way to first of all bring amazing artists like you to their event and that's already great benefit but it's also keeping in mind that uh, sometimes we need to reach out also in terms of support and the, like giving hope and it's not even about necessarily action itself like bringing sound but it's about um, giving that feeling and sensation of support and knowing that or someone uh, feels uh, thinks about you some someone uh, wants to see your art at the festival that's as much valuable as actually bringing the person to the festival and of course, I will remind about everyone who is listening, send uh, Diana a message about why you're following her art <laughs> in her social media. That is still valid. <laughs> oh, they're so nice. <laughs> um, no, I just, uh, I also want to add, you know, um, to be honest, like the best support I have is that uh, my students, everyone, each of my students, they just wait until I will be available and ready uh, with my brain, with my body, with my heart to continue to give the classes. Uh, they just, like, they're ready. If I'll say right now, he will leave all the stuff and he will start to dance with me. Mm. Like, my student, I don't know, maybe they're the best. <laughs> maybe they're just like this or they... Anyway, I feel that they love me so much and oh my god it is this is so i'm so appreciated and uh, uh what like there's no best supper than this no best supper because uh i thought that after war beginning everyone will start to care about herself it's normal i understand it and uh, there was a time when I gone because there was no internet because I was sitting in a bomb shelter a lot of time. And when I finally uh, get in the internet, I understood that there is a hundreds people, and even even thousand. I because I can I can't say how much, but I I just you know I'm uh, swiping down and I understand that oh my god, hundreds of people and they're not just my students. This is my followers and, and 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 everybody and they just care about me and they care about me thousand times more than I thought they will. And uh, the same I felt, you know, I was out finally out of the bomb shelter and start and I wanted that now I'm going to write, I'm going to write to my students, I'm going to write to those parents. And I was like, hurry up, and I understand, oh my god, like, I don't have to because we already, we have a dialogue, I, I, there, there is a lot of message wasn't answered, and uh, I was so, I was even cry a little bit because I understood how happy I am, not just with my family, I'm happy with my students, I'm happy with my parents, and even there was, even the students, uh, which uh, we not worked anymore, Um even they, in those parents, some fathers on some people who are like, I, 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 I don't even remember when, when we were having that class, where we were work together. I don't even remember, but this is the dad of some girl from some festival like two years ago. 
I was so shocked. Mm. And this is the best supper it can be. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. also <laughs> so important to, to remember that uh, being uh, human, it's not that difficult. It's, it's just about caring and uh, about giving attention. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, before I ask you our final, we have one traditional question, which I'll get to it in a bit. But before that, I also want to thank you for caring and spending time right now chatting with me and with all of us there are many more of us right now although it's physically just you and me right now talking but uh, thank you for being so open to talk about so many different things and uh, uh, I know there are many 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 more stories and we can go for hours and hours and hours and hours but I also uh, hope really sincerely that at some point we can fit again uh, part two of interview. Maybe we should schedule right now, like a year from now, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just oh, in case. <laughs> but um, oh. to, I would be really happy to uh, host you again in the podcast and to see... Um, it's already exciting and right now to see how you develop and grow Although you're already so much established dancer and artist, and you, uh, you, I wanted to say achieved, but I would rather say you contributed to art way much more than you think already, and I can only imagine what will be actually in the future. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you so Hope much so. <laughs> for um, thank you so much for sharing this time with us and sharing your story or part of your story with us today. And I also want uh, before closing up, before final question, also ask to um, so where can our listeners kind of follow you and follow your life and dance? Like, do you have any special like favorite maybe social media platform or you are all over the platforms i know right now it's a different times also but in general like if to direct people who want to connect with you where which place uh, you would direct them and where they can find more information in principle about your dance um well uh, i think that uh, i'm care about instagram as usual most than another social Okay, only in Instagram. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I unfortunately I didn't have a time to continue to care about my Facebook or else. Uh, there's no even TikTok. Oh my god, I'm so boring. <laughs> but uh, if I'm so open, it I will continue to be open. It. Uh, I had some project. Uh, I start to do the project, as I said. So one of it is um, I put really much money and time on some platform, like online platforms, not a social media, but I start to do it and start to build it and start to create uh, like create choreographies for it. it it's something like, uh, like long time I didn't want to do any online projects, anything. I was so... I don't know. I was not care about like took money from people, or I was not care about um, 
um, I don't know, nothing. <laughs> I was scared just about my festivals and my students. Uh, but I like people start to ask me much about do some platform or something where they can learn something from me online, and I start to do it. But uh, from the first day of the war, I of course I I can't continue anymore, and uh, like I need to do everything from the beginning. Uh, but maybe one day, maybe close, more or less close, like in this summer, I don't know, I thought about uh, to present it to people. Uh, but like before war, I thought about about it was a really happy idea, it was a really cool idea. I, I, I thought that like I will do something really great when I can say that I finally, guys, like you asked me, and it's true, they like people ask me, my followers ask me so much, like some years from, from the current time already, like a couple of years, even more, they asked me to do some online project. Uh, and, and I was thinking, well, I, I'll say, Yes, finally, finally, you can join this project. But now, I don't know. Do I have any sense to do it or not? Uh, is it right to do it this terrible time or not? Like, mm, one part of me say that um, it's not the best time to be happy when people die into your country. But another part of me say that it's not the best time to stop your life and the life of another people. It's even more, this is the best time to continue our life, which were saved by, by our army, by our, by, by people who just help each other in Ukraine, like uh, volunteers and other ones. And maybe the best way to show to show that we are, we say thanks and we continue to life that life which you gave us. So, and this is a fight between two minds into my head. And still, uh, I, I didn't find a solution. I'm continuing to work on it, but I didn't find a solution. Should I present it now or not? But maybe in nearest future, I will put all myself to this project. I will not be maybe an Instagram as much as people used to see me. Um, but when I don't know, and I, I'm, I hope that maybe there is some 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 hope inside of me that the war maybe feel finish and I will do it with clearly mind, you know. But I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, like New Year's time, I will be on Instagram more and I will try to continue my active social life because I was absolutely stupid because, you know, for some Ukrainians, they just know that there is some war somewhere, somewhere on the east. But for another people, it's life, like new life, absolutely new life. It's some, um, there is no words, believe me, there is no words to express what I'm feeling right now. But people who live city like mine or Mariupol or Kharkiv, it's pretty hard to continue your life, to continue to smile, continue to be happy. And uh, even if I will present that online project for my audience, for my followers, 
uh, it will be a big win for me. It will be a big, the, the most big win into my life. To start to do something which will make you and people smile after this. It's not the same. There are some, a lot of Ukrainian dancers, they continue they, those dance life uh, in, in other cities of Ukraine, which is, wasn't touched by war. Uh, and they like, yeah, they know that there's war. They're unhappy. They're waiting ever since finished. But it's not the same. It's not the same when you were flight, when you broke your knees, when you were like... Uh, when when your friends die, when your your like the cousin of your dad die, and uh, uh, a lot of things happened, and it's not the same. So I fight with myself, and I'm trying to go my life, to move my life on, and do everything like open my TikTok, like <laughs> uh, do this project, organize everything, continue to smile, continue to dance, like nothing happens. Uh, maybe for someone it's wrong, but that this is my main goal now. I I don't know how I'm trying to fight with myself, but I'm 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 trying to do it. So why am I telling it? <laughs> because I just want to say that uh, I will start from my Instagram nearest time. Maybe even today I will try to post something. I will try to be alive again. I will try to make my uh, my Instagram alive again. And after maybe day by day week by week or month by month, I will open something more. You know, I sincerely wish you to find your own path to that victory, to that win that you mentioned uh, of creating things that make you happy and make other people happy. And I wish you, sincerely wish you to do it on your own time. On the time that you need... For it to happen, so you can reward yourself with those actions. And uh, other at the same time, some actions, they help us to move towards that path. And of course, just being still uh, and not doing anything doesn't help. But at the same time, sometimes it's also necessary. And uh, there is, in this crazy situation, in this crazy life, like today, there is absolutely for sure like one thing that i know for sure uh again definitely uh state is that there is definitely no right or wrong way of behavior specifically on this subject or what is is it do we have right to feel happiness do we don't have right to feel happiness i don't know and i don't think anyone really knows um and none of this answers would be really correct because again it's it's a situation that you cannot um, it's not like a textbook that you know the exact correct answer to this like mm -hmm. task thing it's it's something that everyone will need to find their own way and path and uh, to make sure that they um also to make sure that they can take care of themselves so that they can also take care afterwards for other people too around us. So it's that uh, we bring up a couple times during this conversation, but it's this level of selfishness which is actually unselfish that 
to get to any points and with especially with creative project and we are talking about art it is about you it is about your expression uh self-expression and it's about like part of your soul and uh, i'm literally as a listener as the one who follows you I am extremely excited to hear about, oh my God, you are preparing an online project and I probably will be one of the first ones also to jump in. It's so cool. And at the same time, from artistic point of view and uh, uh, feeling the situation and war, like I can only say like, you know, take care of yourself, first of all, emotionally and do what feels right for you at this moment. And I hope and wish you to find that fulfillment and that peace with you, that you feel okay with what you're doing, because right now it's very, very important and very missing peace in many, in lives of many, many Ukrainians and uh, many people in both inside country, outside of country, in their home, in other city, somewhere at the refugee camps or somewhere as a different like places that they were life brought to them. So I really hope to. To see you, as we called it, second birth of, as a dancer, <laughs> your rebirth. <laughs> I think the image of Phoenix <laughs> really applies to you <laughs> by your you so nature. <laughs> so looking forward to it. Um, and I hope that uh, my final question may put you on a mindset to towards that path and towards that rebirth because we have one traditional question which I actually ask every single person every single guest who comes regardless of what we talked and with you we partially talked about it but now it will be like you know direct question like okay how about this so are you ready <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was ready <laughs> I build up I build up for it so the question is what makes you fall in love with belly dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years? Okay. You know, you're like... Um, you fall in love with a guy. And... Uh, nice guy, pretty guy handsome yeah and you're like um, you start to build some relationship with him you start to build a family here with him you start to uh, you don't know who is this guy and if your choose is right you all the rest of your life you meet with this guy you're finding out and you things about this guy you understand that there is a different different situations that there is different times and you open this guy from different sides uh so better dance is some some kind of bad guy for me um it grows with you it grows with times it's change I would probably not fall in love with belly dancing if now I could see the same belly dancing I fall in love like 15 years ago. But I still fall in love because because it grows the same with me. He's like that guy 
which is I open it from different sides year by year. And um, and I'm pretty sure that I don't have to say how many parts, how many sides uh, belly dancing we can we can learn uh, because there is incredibly much and um, you can feel yourself free to use that parts you like, that sights of belly dance you like. You can be free to impress, to uh, to impress and uh, to choose that sights of belly dancing you like, which is the most to the most close to your heart, the most close to your mind, your position of life. And uh, it's something which makes you better, like, like a right guy. He makes you better year by year, and you fall in love with yourself near that guy. It's something like this. So I, I, I fall in love with myself was belly dancing. This is the reason. That's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, a meeting place for committed dance enthusiasts of all levels. Most of our members shared that the club helped them to improve consistency in their training, meet new dance friends, and discover various topics through hundreds of different tutorials. This is definitely a belly dance training that becomes a lifestyle. Learn more at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes, or simply visit yanadanceclub.com and try for 7 days for free.